Presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning, take three. No one has to know what's going on behind the scenes here at 1420 World Headquarters. But for this June the 22nd, 2023, today's show is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com to get 20% off their all-natural men's gear products today. Caldera Lab, the best in the business for men's skin care. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and uh, check out all their great articles and other podcasts there at bellyupsports.com. Thank you for, for making us a part of your day each and every day. Sometimes you get a little bit different. We had some audio problems and videos, this stuff going on here at World Headquarters. It's stuff that's uh, beyond my control sometimes. I don't know how it can still happen after 400 plus of these shows, but it does. But anyways, the uh, uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame announced their latest group of enshrinees yesterday. Uh, quite the group of goalie huggers apparently to be joining. Carolyn Ouellette and Pierre Turgeon getting into the Hall of Fame. They got the call yesterday. What's going in there. You got Henrik Lundqvist, goaltender, longtime uh, New York Ranger, Mike Vernon, and Tom Barrasso were all elected in the Hall of Fame yesterday. Quite the surprise to me, uh, even though I'm an old goalie hugger myself, an old uh, puck stopper from way back when, been a long time. I was never very good at it. Uh, allergic to vulcanized rubber, I guess, one of those things. Lundqvist, he gets in in his first year eligibility. That's how I think it should be. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show, uh, how that, this, this voting thing is a bit ridiculous. But Lundqvist, he gets in, longtime Ranger, like I said, was there for a lot of years, 30-plus wins in seven consecutive seasons, Vesna Trophy, 2014 Stanley Cup Finals against the LA Kings that they lost. Uh, tough career, tough tough, uh, tough sled in there against those Kings teams back then, but uh, Lundqvist, all-time great, all-time great Ranger. Uh, he joins Mike Richter and I think Ed Jackman uh, up in the rafters at Mass Square Garden for goalies to have their numbers retired, and nobody's more deserving than King Henrik. He's a great goaltender, great ambassador for the game. I think he's on uh, TNT now as part of their broadcast crew uh, that, that does a great job of the, t- trying to get hockey out of the mass of the United States there. But he's one of the greatest goaltenders in Ranger history. Uh, six all-time in wins overall in National Hockey League. Uh, 459 of them, 918 save percentage. A 2-4-3 goals against average. Uh, 64 career shutouts uh, on and on. The, only the one Vesna Trophy, which is quite surprising to me. I thought he would have had a few more, but he was a finalist for a Vesna Trophy, I think, four or five times, but only the one Vesna Trophy to his credit over over his career. A lot of great goaltenders, so it's pretty hard to win those awards, which really don't mean a whole bunch in the big picture of things, but he was one of the best uh, year in, year out, and you could say as a Hall of Famer, he's, he's very deserving to be in the Hall of Fame, because I think you have to be one of the best, no matter what, for a certain uh, one of not, if, if not, uh, like, or the best 
best actually to even have consideration to get in the Hall of Fame. And Lundquist was definitely that. Backstops and great Ranger team. Backstops and not not so great Ranger teams. And they sorely missed uh, in in net for for a few years there. They got Shesterkin now there, but uh, King Henrik. There was no one quite like him. Seemed like a quite the classy guy as well on and off the ice. Never had a bad thing to say. Played for those uh, teams Sweden, obviously. I think he got the one gold medal with Sweden, which is odd because Sweden never wins. And why doesn't Sweden never win? Too many Swedes. But he'll be joining his uh, fellow fellow countrymen who was a big uh, Swedish fest getting in the Hall of Fame last year with the Sedin brothers and Daniel Alfredson. I think there was somebody else that got in there too, but I can't much remember. It doesn't much matter. But anyways, it's a, it's a very deserving honor for, for Henrik Lundqvist, a longtime Ranger, a great, a great ambassador to the game, like I said. And uh, he uh, was uh, pulling that at Madison Square Garden can be tough, but he did it with class and dignity throughout his career and getting in your first ballot Hall of Famer. That's how you should get in. You shouldn't get better over age unless you're using Caldera Lab and your things things do get a little, little bit better with age. But uh, he got in, uh, in on his first ballot, first chance, 90-some percent of the votes, whatever it might be. But it was good to see him get in in the goaltender. So there's not a lot of goalies who get in year after year, but he's uh, definitely deserving. The next two guys that got in the Hall of Fame, I'm not exactly sure how they got in and why after 20-plus years they were even thought about to go in the Hall of Fame because how the, how you get better as your years progress and how you become a Hall of Famer when you were never really a Hall of Famer in your first 20 years of eligibility and all of a sudden they just pop a guy in. There's lots of people who are more deserving than these next two guys I'm going to talk about, but we'll, uh, we will, we'll talk about them later on tonight. And we got some special guests coming on the show to talk about the Hockey Hall of Fame. So it's going to be interesting to see what their, their views are. But let's start with Tom Barrasso, who last played 20 uh, years ago. Uh, he was a longtime Penguin, started his career off with the Buffalo Sabres. Right out of high school, he got drafted, uh, I can't remember, somewhere in, in Massachusetts, I believe. Uh, right out of high school, won the Vezda Trophy his first year in the National Hockey League, along with the, the Calder Trophy for the Rookie of the Year. And he was a, he was a good goaltender, two Stanley Cups with uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think they could have had me in net with those Penguins teams. And one of Stanley Cups, they had a couple, a few good hockey players. Ronnie Francis was on there and some guy named Yammer, another guy named Mario, who uh, kind of got things going there with Pittsburgh Penguins, saved that franchise. And we all know that story. But I think they could have had anybody in net and Tom Barras was just happy to be the guy to be there. I don't. I never thought he was a great goaltender. I thought he was a good goaltender. I thought he was a serviceable goaltender. One of those guys that, like the Vegas Golden Knights just had, he was just, he was good enough, make, made all the hard saves or made all the easy saves, a few of the hard ones, and then you get yourself a Stanley Cup. Uh, one of those things that they had Scotty Bowman coaching there for 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 one of those cups. It was uh, he, he was he was uh, a, a good like I said he was a good goaltender, but I don't think Tom Barrasso was ever getting his uh, unless you were a left-handed goaltender. Maybe you, the goalies kind of looked up to those kind of guys, and you would emulate those guys like Grant Fuhr's left-handed goaltender as well. But I don't I don't remember a lot of people getting Tom Barrasso posters for their walls back when I was a fledgling goaltender myself back in the uh, in the mid '80s and early '90s. You never saw people collecting Tom Barrasso hockey cards. Uh, turns out the guy was I heard he's a bit of a uh, bit of a not a nice guy a bit of a nozzle to to uh, rookie teammates and everything else he wasn't the nicest guy going around but to, and that can that can keep you out of the hall of fame too and he wasn't the nicest guy to the media and the media is the one who votes on things which is quite surprising 20 years later that he would get in to the hall of fame uh, which is odd because like I said he was never really a, a great goaltender pretty average like all his his stats were just there yeah he has the one Vesna like I said so he's, he was great for the one year his rookie year brought, brought, 
uh, came came on right out of high school, so took the the hockey world by storm. But his Tom Barrasso Hall of Famer, in my opinion, not even close. He was uh, he's not as not as good as a bunch of guys we'll talk about later on. But he was uh, he's not a guy you, you ever thought of about that you wanted Tom Barrasso on your team, and that's what a Hall of Famer is. You want a guy to be, be able to insert a guy here, insert insert a guy there, and yeah, he got the two Stanley Cups. But like I said, they could have had me in net there, and they would have would have been fine with Mario and Yammer and the rest of them. The other guy that. Uh, that got in the Hall of Fame. This one's even more confusing to me because I, I never considered this guy a, 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 a great goaltender at all. Yeah, we watched Mike Vernon a lot here on 2-7 and seven Sports with Ed Whalen and, and the like back in in the day when they, they played the games on 2-7, and seven, which is now global. But anyways, uh, Mike Vernon was a, a good goaltender, won the Stanley Cup in 89 with the Flames. Was he the reason why they won the Stanley Cup? Probably not. Al McInnes was the was the MVP, won the Conn Smythe Trophy that year. Uh, they kind of almost won a Stanley Cup that year in spite of Mike Vernon there in Calgary and he was never a great goaltender never put up great stats he was kind of a uh, long time flame like I said but he never and he never won a Vezina trophy so he's never even considered one of the best goalies for for one season let alone to be uh, enshrined in the Hall of Fame for an all-time great he was uh, all-time good uh, all-time really good maybe kind of give him that but not a Hall of Famer by any chance uh, maybe it's been a it could be just one of those things where I, I seen him play so often, but I also seen him uh, take some Calgary teams that should have had longer playoff runs. Yes, they had the Oilers to to match up against back then, but Mike Vernon was the kind of goaltender who never really uh, shone in those big moments. He was never that guy that got anything done. Yes, he did win another Stanley Cup with Detroit, and I think '97 it was, and he got the Conn Smythe Trophy that year. But once again, that was a, a team of all stars. They could have had anybody in net. Then for for Mike Vernon to be to be the lucky enough to be in that position to get himself a Stanley Cup with Detroit. It's just one of those things they could have once again had anybody in net. Mike Vernon's not a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Tom Barrasso's not a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. These guys aren't guys you, you would you would uh, draft uh, in an expansion draft if you were given a team and say you can have any goaltender uh, to, to play at any time. These guys would be so far down the list uh, of guys that you would pick to to be on your hockey club, in my opinion. They, they were they were good goaltenders. They were serviceable serviceable goaltenders, but not Hall of Famers at all. Um, maybe I got to, like the, the like I said, the playoff failures that the Flames had, you can't blame everything on on one player, but in in most sports, but usually if uh, if your goaltender doesn't have a uh, a good playoff round and four games go go by pretty quickly, and Mike Vernon was that kind of guy, he just wasn't good enough, uh, in my opinion, uh, most of the time for the Calgary Flames. He was a, a good goaltender, not a great goaltender, and great goaltenders go in the Hall of Fame, not good goaltenders. And Mike Vernon and Tom Barrasso, to me, are on that. Why they got these guys in now, twenty years later, I have no idea how that works and how they they get better with age and how they they end up being Hall of Famers at that point is is a mystery to me because it just doesn't make any sense to me how they do that um, I know they want to have uh, six players go in every year for the for the TV and everything else and they, they want to keep it to that but I think if you're a Hall of Famer uh, 20 years later you should be a Hall of Famer your first year like Henrik Lundqvist was if you get enough votes your first year and they can't if they can't find enough guys to put in the Hall of Fame which there are guys that should be in the Hall of Fame Alexander McGillney they, 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 they probably should find guys that should should be there uh, their first year and put, put them all in have a weekend well, here's one I just thought of have a weekend where like the NHL draft is coming up next weekend. Do the draft on Friday. Do the uh, do the uh, the Hall of Fame inductions on Saturday, where you can have all day. Put in fifteen. Put in twenty guys. Put in all the guys who are eligible this year instead of having the, the six voted and guys go in when in year of eligibility twenty when they should be year year one. Uh, have that on the Saturday and then have the NHL awards on Sunday. Wrap it up in a nice tidy bow. See you later. That's how the Hall of that's how the Hockey Hall of Fame should do it. But they do some ceremony. It's a two hour ceremony that nobody really watches anyways. 
You 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 might watch your own player going in, your own guy. You, you might watch his little snippet, his speech, and that's it. So if they did it in 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 uh, in July or June or whatever it might be, uh, have a, a full day and then just have. If you have 20 ceremonies, if you have 20 speakers, let them all speak and see you later because no one's going to watch that whole thing anyways. So it, it's, it's it's odd that they, the way the NHL does it, it's odd the way the Hockey Hall of Fame votes these guys in X amount of years later and how they get better with age. It doesn't make any sense to me. It will never make sense to me. And like, in my opinion, Mike Vernon is not a Hall of Famer. Tom Barrasso is not a Hall of Famer. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist is a Hall of Famer. Yes, yes, there, there are championships involved with Mike Vernon and with Tom Barrasso, but Lundqvist is a much better goaltender, uh, much better ambassador to the game. And those other two guys are. There might be a little bit of a of sour grapes still from 1983 when Mike Vernon shunned my Leopard Broncos and he decided to go play with the Portland Winterhawks in the Memorial Cup after an injury to Ken Reggett in the finals when uh, back in the Western League you used to be able to pick up a goaltender to go to the Memorial Cup just for, for playoff reasons and for, for injury reasons alike and Mike Vernon decided to go and play with the Portland Winterhawks uh, and they ended up beating my Leopard Broncos in the Memorial Cup with guys by the name of uh, Cam Neely was on that team. I think Elfie Turcott was another longtime uh, Portland Winterhawks so there might be some sour our grapes still from 1983 coming up there. But in my opinion, those two guys are not Hall of Famers at all. Hall of pretty good. Hall of really good, I guess. You give them that. But um, it's 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 crazy to, to think that, that the two guys got voted in that uh, as a goalie hugger like I am. Like I said, uh, I don't think that Mike Vernon is is a Hall of Fame guy at all. I don't think he just he's just not that kind of guy. Like I said, we watch him a lot here in Calgary in, in southern Alberta. He was on TV a lot and he just didn't seem like that kind of guy that was ever going to be in the Hall of Fame. And how 20 years later, you all of a sudden become the greatest goaltender since Martin Brodeur because uh, like that's a Hall of Famer in my opinion that kind of guy's a Hall of Famer and how these guys are, are somehow got in and Curtis Joseph who's miles ahead of these guys in career victories and everything else how he's not in uh, did Joseph have a ton of playoff success no but uh, you know the, the playoff success that Mike Vernon was granted and the playoff success that uh, Tom Barrasso was granted were because of the teams in front of them and uh, to me uh, I would put Curtis Joseph in uh, in a heartbeat before I would put these two guys in they're not Hall of Famers and that, that's just the way I, I I see it, and if anybody wants to uh, disagree with me, you're more than more than welcome to uh, drop us a line at fourteen twenty gmail fourteen twenty sports at gmail com, or else uh, go to our Facebook and our Twitter accounts and and at me. I guess is the way it is. But anyways, later on tonight, going to have two friends of the show, Dave Roberts, making his third appearance on the uh, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, along with Kent Hare. He's going to join Dave tonight. Uh, Kent's uh, Dave's cousin, but Kent's a longtime hockey fan, uh, funny guy. I haven't seen him for quite some time. We might talk about our trip down to Denver, Colorado, that we took you many many moons ago and had a good time there but uh be good to have those guys we're gonna talk nothing but the hockey hall of fame and everything else and, and, and our thoughts on the, the hall of fame and the hall of fame voting and who got in and who shouldn't have congratulations to carolyn willette who should have probably gotten the hall of fame last year but uh, she's uh she got one of the best resumes in uh in in canadian hockey history not just women's hockey uh canadian women's hockey but in women's hockey in general and in hockey canada in general she's a resume that uh, can't be matched by very many maybe Haley rickenheiser and that's about it but congrats Congratulations to her going in. Uh, Pierre Turgeon, I don't think is a Hall of Famer. Y'all are really good, but there's a lot of guys that should be uh, that should have gone in ahead of him. Uh, Alexander McGillney is one for sure. But anyways, we'll talk about those guys tonight. So congratulations to Carolyn Willette for getting in the Hockey Hall of Fame, as well as Ken Hitchcock and uh, Pierre Lacroix, I think it was. Yes, it was for his his years of service with the Colorado uh, Avalanche. Anyways, if you are a golfer and you are looking for a new challenge to play a golf course and live in Southern Alberta or plan on visiting the area, head out to my hometown of Fort McLeod and play at the oldest golf course 
in Canada, west of Winnipeg, uh, the Fort McCall Golf Course, a nine-hole beauty. That's a challenge for anyone and everyone who plays. Uh, their cart rentals available, and be sure to take advantage of their buckle-hole days on Wednesdays and Fridays. That's right, a buckle-hole. Get out there to Fort McCall Golf Course. Uh, go to fortmccallgolf.com. Uh, call the clubhouse at 403-553-4664 and talk to Dell to book your tee time today. I guarantee you will have a good time on this golf course. It's an easy walk, too, if you don't want to take a cart. It's a great walk, great golf course, very challenging. I have yet to perfect. I've been playing there for 40-plus years. I uh, parted every hole, but not, not every hole good consecutively, obviously. So it's one of those things. You'll have a great time on the Fort McCall Golf Course. Uh, the oldest in, in western, west of Winnipeg, like I said, it's a gem that people don't go to enough. and take it a bit. Don't just go on, on the, the loony days. Go any day of the week. they got tee times open throughout the day. So go to fortmccallgolf.com or call Dell at 403-553-4664. 25 minutes from Lethbridge. It's well worth the drive. The Fort McLeod golf course play there quite a few times over the years. Always a challenge. <coughs> Always an adventure at the Fort McLeod golf course. Get out there today. Uh, anyways, Brent's best bet brought to you by Bodog. We'll wrap up today's show. Uh, make a play at Bodog today. Take Tampa Bay. They'll continue. The Tampa Bay Rays will continue their, their great season. We'll take it to the horrific Kansas City Royals. That's a bad, bad baseball team. I don't know who's worse, Kansas City or Oakland. And Oakland's trying trying to be bad. Kansas City's just flat out bad. Uh, also, uh, take the Miami Marlins. They'll snap their two games good tonight and had the Pittsburgh Pirates their 10th straight loss uh, behind the bat of Luis Arise in his quest for 400 and take the Yankees to complete the sweep the Saddle Mariners after getting the 14-20 strong finger wagging after I voiced my displeasure. They've won two in a row. So look for the Yankees to take the sweep. Put down 20. It's all home teams tonight. Put down 20. Win yourself $61.43. Sign up with our personalized link and get a $400 sign-up bonus. Make a play today at Bodog. Play often, but play responsibly at Bodog and, and make, make your, pad your pockets today at Bodog. Like I said, we have a... Uh, couple guests tonight to do a, a hockey round table so that should be a lot of laughs a lot of talking about uh, the hockey hall of fame a couple of old uh, old friends will get to uh, get together have a laugh and everything else so that should be fun uh Hopefully this one comes through. Like I said, technical difficulties for a couple of these today, but you know, I got it out there to the masses and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Download some old shows. Talk to people at the 1420 podcast, but more importantly, always remember, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.